Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Prime Time with Alex Stein tonight. We have quite a few things to discuss. And what is the most pertinent thing? And I'm not talking about the missiles of Hamas. I'm talking about the heavy artillery that Lauren Boebert is packing. Because Lauren Boebert just finalized her divorce from her ex-husband, Jason, which is opening up the door to a future love affair between the congresswoman and I. And I'm sure you guys are all thinking about Hamas and pita bread right now, but I'm thinking about pita head. Because Lauren Boebert is a super freak, and I can't wait to take her out to a steak dinner my treat and see if she'll let me take pictures of her swollen feet because she's been wearing high heels all day on the floor of Congress, stinking those puppies up so I can get a big whiff of them before we finally embrace for an extended period of time in the privacy of a Holiday Inn Express outside of Washington, D.C., next to a methadone clinic named after Malcolm X. That's one of the most romantic things I could ever imagine. So, Lauren, I know you're watching this broadcast. Please hop in my DMs. I don't want to talk to any of your aides because since I'm HIV positive, I don't like dealing with any type of AIDS whatsoever. I miss you, Lauren. I think about you way more than AOC these days. And I watch your Beetlejuice theater incident over and over when I'm home alone at night. I love you, Lauren. Please call me or text me. Now let's start the show. Ladies and gentlemen, this is my Super Bowl ring that I stole. I am now a Super Bowl champion. So if anybody asks, I'm not lying. But before we get into how I acquired the Super Bowl ring, similar to how Vladimir Putin did it, I want to tell you that we have an incredible guest coming up, Emily Austin, over Skype to give us her opinion on the conflict in Israel right now. But before we get to that, I want to welcome on not only an NFL veteran, but an actual Army veteran. He played with Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski. You guys know it. He's a Super Bowl champion. Please welcome on... Jake Beckett. Jake, welcome to the show. Great to be with you, Alex. Wow, Jake. You know, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart. I'm very indebted to you. And Jimmy is, too. Jimmy really should be kissing your butt because Jimmy posted one of the clips from our show, from the show, and it got, what's it up to, 7 million Instagram hits? Eight Th there's Jimmy. Eight, Look eight, right there. 8.8 8 million. 8.8 million. Super viral. That's a big deal, Jake. We never get 8 million. Jimmy, have you ever had 8 million on Instagram? Yes. <laughs> Okay, first I'm the of all, content king, baby. First of all, Jimmy has like TikToks of his wedding. You know, Jimmy's a con artist, and and you know, invited a bunch of famous people to get free gifts to his wedding. Of course, they work too. I don't. Like I don't. A true do Ivy League graduate. Oh my gosh! Please do not encourage Jimmy. He <laughs> yeah. has serious autism, and the more you encourage him, I have to beat him down every day to where he has basically very little hope left, because that's the only way that you can actually control him. It's Stockholm syndrome. I like that. Yeah, that's how I try to manipulate all of our employees here, especially the uh, the crew. They're really uh, manipulated. But, Jimmy, we were, we're very indebted, so say thank you to Jake. Thank you, Jake. Jimmy, it's a pleasure. And that video, before we get into it, when are we going to watch it? What block uh, are we going to watch it in? After the ad read. Okay, after the ad read. But in I want to say, national story. Can you believe that, Jake? No, that was huge. I mean, it was pertinent. It was uh, timely. It was off-season. Everyone getting pumped for football season. Now we're in it. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Before we get into all that, now we have to do Jimmy's favorite part of the show. Why am I talking about Jimmy so much? Now the stupid caption contest. So we got your comments. Which one is the funniest? We're going to let the chat rats vote. So chat rats, this is the picture. This is Darius, and this is me committing Hamas on Darius um, with some delicious chickpeas. So, all right. What was the first comment? 
from G's Witch. Don Lemon gets a back massage and a new idea. <laughs> I kind of like that, Don Lemon a reference. Okay, number two. From Steven Scott. Alex, it tastes so good I could lick his bald head. Darius, please don't. Guest, what am I watching here? Yeah, that's a good one. All right, number three. Luna C. Everyone, please take a moment to contemplate your life choices. Okay, I don't like that one. Number four. Uh, Mayor, whatever. Uh, in Britney Spears' voice. Oops, I did it again. Okay, all of these stink except for one. Is that correct, Jimmy? One, one and two are both good. All right, well, we'll let the chat rats decide. Jake, which one do you like? Don Lamont, 100%. Okay, Don Lamont is, is leading right now. So, guys, chat rats, one, two, three, or four. If we can do an official poll, let's go through those, and I want to get y'all's feedback. All right, now, Jake, you are an ex-NFL athlete. I am somewhat of a little athlete myself. I played football at the Highland Park High School, and yeah. we were actually the winningest uh, high school football program in the state of Texas. You I built that program. I built the Patriots. We are one of the it's same. It's insane. We are, the, we are the building blocks of dynasties. Yes. I'm a Texas high school football dynasty. It was not Matt Stafford. It was not uh, – no, even though he's a Super Bowl champion as well, yeah. he was really – kind of washing my jock strap. Now, he won't admit that, but yeah, he was like, Alex, can I wash your jock strap? And he's like, Matt, no, just I'll let one of the other players wash my jock strap. But that was a really weird thing that we had going on. I don't want to get into, but I do want to get into this. Darius, why Darius, on set, now! When Bill Belichick, tell them right now, no, stand over here, stand over here, stand over here. I want you to tell them, Jake, when Bill Belichick, when you're between the white lines, what does Bill Belichick tell the players to do? He says, stay low, keep your feet driving, and punish the enemy. And you never stop until that whistle blows. Do you guys understand that? Until just after the whistle. Until just a little bit after. Just even a little though, bit after. A little bit after. So what we're going to do here, and Jake, you're just going to have to blow a metaphorical whistle. You're okay. going to be the referee. So you guys get over here. Now, we're going to do a little old-fashioned Oklahoma drill. Now, I know you're from Arkansas, so Arkansas, they do it a little backwards. It's two versus one. Is that correct? That is right. Yeah, so that's why Jake made it to the NFL, because he was doing Arkansas-style, Arkansas not Oklahoma-style. So, two versus one. Now, these two... These two are freaks. Have you talked to them at all, Jake? I don't no, know. No, I mean, they're, they're juiced up on roids. Like, I'm, I'm intimidated. Yeah. Yes. Tell them your favorite glory hole in Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was at Mr. Peepers. Okay. Speak louder, Peepers. Darius. Louder, louder. It, it was on Mr. Peepers. Okay. Mockingbird and Harry I'll, I'll take your word for it. And what did you do? Yeah. And tell them about how did you, how did it work? You just walked in and, and you just dropped your trowel. What's the magic word? Yeah, what is the magic word? Um, well, well, they're, 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 Speak louder, Darius! <laughs> loud, Darius, loud! No, no words. No no words, just dick. Oh my gosh, no words, just dick. And now I'm about to let this guy tackle me. All right, Jake, this is a bad decision. Now, I have mic packs on and everything, so when we get down, Jake, you're the quarterback. You're going to say down, set, hut, and then, then we'll fire off. These two mongoloids have been wanting to kill me for a long time, Jake. I poured hummus on his head. I shot him with a gel blaster, so they're going to be able to get a little bit of their revenge right now. All right, are you All right, fellas ready? All right, three-point stance. Three-point stance. White 19. White 19. Oh, you got my butthole, Darius. Darius, why did you get on my butthole? Get, oh, get, get off me. Get off. That's not how it works. Get off my butthole. Stop. Stop. Why did you grab my butthole like that? Jimmy, did you tell him to do that? You got your whole three fingers in my crevice. I, I told him to that, by the way. Yeah, that's not... Is that and I no turned, you were all balanced. You became all balanced because of it. Oh my gosh, Jimmy, I just got finger banged in my b-hole. I told him to attack... Oh, what Jimmy the heck? did it. He smelled his finger. 
Okay, and now we need Chris. We gotta fix my mic pack. Well, while you're, uh, you might just want to read the ad read now. We're kind of okay, short on time. All right, Sam, you got to kind of get like this. So, or just just yell loud so the other mic can hear you. Or just, you know, how about this, Jake? Can you just go stand next to him? No, here, I got it. I got it. Oh, all you right. got it. Perfect. Yeah, my IFB is all messed up. So, all right, let me read this. Woo! I'm sweating. It's hot. There's no AC. All right, I want to tell you about the best wholesale land value in the state of Texas. <laughs> this is never before offered prime Texas acreage. Saturday, October 21st, in the new section, grand opening of Prime Texas Properties at wholesale prices. Get a brand new Lake Axis Barn Dominium ready for your finishes on six plus acres for only $119,900. Or three 10 acre Lakeview Estates price to sell in one day from only $49,900. Limited availability. Don't miss out. On Saturday, October 21st, you can own two-plus acres of direct dockable lakefront on Trophy Bass Lake for only $59,900. That's minutes to town for shopping, dining, and properties are serviced by gated entrance, paved roads, utilities, and high-speed internet to work from home. Multi-million dollar clubhouse, equestrian center, and resort-style pool exclusively for owners. Call 765 Lake now. New section, grand opening, Saturday, October 21st. Buy directly from the developer and save thousands October 21st. These properties are wholesale price to sell in one day. Call 765-LAKE-NOW. Again, that's 765-525-3669 or online, texaslanddeal.com. Again, that's txlanddeal.com. Go buy some property, you chat rats! Ah, buy some property now! Spend $59,000 and buy some crap right now! I'm trying to keep my job! <laughs> do you want to buy any property, Jake? Yeah, I do now. $59,000? Can I get a loan for $59,000? Yeah, we can do that. We can negotiate an interest rate. Okay, well, that's how it works. Uh, why are most athletes broke after they get out of the league? We make bad investments. We blow our money on Lamborghinis and uh, women and uh, multiple divorces. Is alimony. that true, though? No, it's 100% true. Like Guys, like they, they're not prepared for life after sports. you got to prepare while you're in the game so when you get out, you're ready for the next thing. Yeah, I know, but it just seems like even if – this is what I don't understand. These NBA players, I know you play in the full, in NFL, and I'm sure it's the same as the NFL, but if you have $84 million or something, if you made $34 million – how does somebody not say, hey, put $10,000 into a savings account and just use the interest? They don't yeah. even have to invest it. They could literally just live off the bank interest. I think if I get uh, for every- But those Lambos are nice, Alex. I know, but every- Those Lambos are nice. I give my bank $100,000 on, a, on a, like a basic bond. They give me $4,000 back a year. Right. So what is that? So if I did a million dollars, they'd give me 40,000. Yeah, 40 grand. So if I did 10 million, they'd give me $400,000 a year on a no investment bond. I mean, there are some guys who have done well. I mean, like Roger Staubach, he's your. Yeah, but down. everybody says Roger Staubach, dude. He started that, that that real estate company when nobody's in the real estate business. You know, in the '60s. That's true, but I mean, hey, there's there are some success stories out there. Guys have done well, um, but unfortunately, a lot of guys don't. I know it just bugs me too because I feel like it's the, the the drugs, the CTE. Do you think that has a lot to do with it? I'm not buying that. I mean, like the brain is part of the body. You can regenerate. Like I think a lot of guys, unfortunately, use that as an excuse. Um, I'm not you do buying think that. that. So yeah, you, I mean, if Gerald Ford can become president of the United States after playing football with no helmet on, then CTE is no excuse. You can succeed. Wow, Jimmy, that's a controversial high take. Clip, uh, can you clip that, that one. Clip yeah, that clip one. that. CTE can be healed. 
Because honestly, some of these guys, some of the decision-making skills, we're going to play the Marshawn Lynch video, but I do think that like, what is it? There's just a player, Jimmy. Look this up. I should have looked it up. Did you see a player just got arrested for murdering his mom? Yep, Sergio, Sergio. Brown. Yeah, we were teammates, actually. Sergio Brown. No, you were teammates with Sergio Brown? Yeah. Jimmy, well, how does Jake teammates with everybody? So tell us. Aaron Hernandez. Two oh. murderers. Jimmy. Oh, so Sergio got arrested? I didn't know that. Yeah, Dude, he, they, he, they just. I know he was like a person of interest. They just extradited him. Wow. Jimmy, this guy's best friends with Aaron Hernandez. He's best friends with Sergio Brown. You better watch out, Alex. I know. Are you packing? Do you have your gun with you today? I mean, I can't confirm nor deny. Oh, my gosh, Jimmy. Did security check him? I'm not trying to die tonight. This, this is Texas, after yeah, all. Yeah, but you're allowed to carry it, but this is what I carry, my knife, everywhere I go. And then sometimes I'll just give myself a little haircut just to... Yeah. And then this DNA... Yeah. There you so go. So I leave it at the scene of I'll the put crime. that at the crime scene. Yeah, that's what I do. So then they know my DNA is everywhere. Yeah. So, all right. Now, Jimmy, are we going to play the Gronkowski clip? Yeah, yeah. well, I, I was going to play a few pictures of him on the Patriots to tell our audience that he actually played. Yeah, just to confirm. Yeah, so that's him. Yeah, there we go. That's really him. And then look at him getting yelled at by Bill Belichick. That's How cool no, is that? He was giving me constructive coaching. He's saying, Jake, you're such a great player. I love you so much. And okay. Jake, were you the only white guy in the defensive line? Not the only white guy. Rob Ninkovich was actually really oh, good. Oh, he was really yeah, good. So yeah, we had some players. Yeah, Rob Ninkovich was really, really good. We, we had a lot of white guys on the Patriots. Yeah, I know. That is true. What makes a good defensive end? Because, like, I feel like it, it's, there's some guys, and you know this because you obviously know how to pass rush, but some guys are just, like, know how to bend that corner, yeah, right? Yeah, Chandler Jones was like that. Dante Hightower. They I mean, just, just know the right angle. Yeah. Like they just because they had those like go-go gadget long arms that keep the offensive linemen off of them. Yeah, because it's weird because like you have all the intangibles and I'm not saying that you're not a great player. Obviously you've made it to the NFL, but it's weird that it's like that one difference. It's kind of like Tyran Matthew or something. There's just something that they can always get to the quarterback or they can always find the ball. Yeah. That has to be hard. You can make a lot of money doing that. Did you like playing defense, or did you ever play offense in high? Like, what, how did yeah, you, no. So I played high school and offense kind of both ways uh, at Arkansas. Same thing. And in New England, I played some offense too. So wait, what? Like a, on like uh, uh, like the big packages or something? Why would you play? Yeah, uh, so like goal line offense. Like Mike Rabel did that back in the day with New England. And then like NFL rosters are small, Alex. So like forty-five guys dress out on game day. So some guys play both ways. Guys play special teams. Like the more you can do, the more valuable you are. Well, speaking of both ways, Jimmy. So Jimmy <laughs> went to gay conversion therapy, Jimmy. And I have to ask you jake's a very handsome young man how is your gay conversion therapy holding up are We're you testing it right now? i'm struggling not gonna lie i can tell that you're struggling the so way who's you... better looking me or the space hunk yeah who is jimmy I, or brandon I, I, yeah, that, dude, there was space... a debate going on backstage yeah. yeah space hunk has the blue eyes so okay oh my gosh jimmy you're so gay the guest is in <laughs> studio no seriously this is a learning experience jimmy if there's an in studio guest and they ask you a question <laughs> me or something else and that other person is not in studio, you always answer with the in-studio guest. Do you understand that from now on? I, I thought you told me no more hitting on in-studio guests. Hey, keep the talent happy, baby. I know. Keep the talent happy. This guy's an NFL freaking player, okay. Jimmy. Do not tell him that you like blue eyes. You say, I like Arkansas Razorbacks. Okay. I like uh, Arkansas Razor tits. You guys Arkansas who play Razor both Razor ways. Picks. Yeah, both mm -hmm. ways. Mm-hmm. So you, uh, are you learning anything from this, Jimmy? Because you well, okay, okay. like goes I think, one ear and out the other. I think I got it. So, so Jake, I like men who yell pig suey. There you go. That's, that's close enough. That's close, close like enough. Like men who squeal is what I'm trying to say. Not bad for oh, a Princeton guy. Gosh, Jimmy, that's disgusting. You oh. like to make men squeal. All right, now let's play the most viral clip that Jimmy has ever produced in his entire life. We all had these key fobs that gave us 24-7 access to the Patriots facility there in Foxborough. And like during the offseason – Gronk would go out all night with his boys in Boston, you know, stay up till three, four in the morning, whatever it was. 
and have his crew drop him off at the Patriots facility. And he would like stagger into the Patriots locker room, key fob in and go pass out on the training tables in the Patriots training room. So then like an hour or two later, when the trainers would come in to start their work day, they'd come in there and see Gronk just sprawled out on the training table, just fast asleep. They would go over there. They wouldn't wake him up. They would roll up one of his sleeves and, you know, stick an IV in his arm. <laughs> <laughs> like after a couple of hours, he would just wake up like Frankenstein revived and go out there and just kick ass. Now, this is what bugs me. All the people that are saying this is fake, now every well, other... It was one guy. It was Edelman. Yeah, Edelman said it, but I'm, I'm and saying... And Patrick Chung. Okay, and well, Patrick Chung. let's calm down, yeah. Jimmy. I'm saying every new fad is that in Vegas, if you drive down the street, it's like, we'll come give you an IV for a hangover. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Of That's course. the new... So everybody... It's a new thing. Yeah, I'm saying everybody knows that an IV would help a hangover. And the story was, like, complimentary of Gronk. I was illustrating how freakishly strong and, like, great he was as a player. He could, he could do that all night and then go out there and play. It wasn't happening during the season. It was the offseason. I got that straight from the trainers who were in there with him. Like, those guys just know what they're talking about. And his nickname was, or his catchphrase was, Yo, Yo Soy Fiesta. Of course. He loves to party. <laughs> Have a good time. Like, this was a pro-Gronk story. Yeah, I don't understand. I don't get it. Patrick Chung's like, oh, Gronk, he was an altar boy. He yeah. never did anything this, wrong. This made me laugh, though, because Alex has a rivalry with Barstool Sports, but yes. it went so viral they had to cover it. They hate me. Yeah, so I had Jerry defending me, though. Like, there were some Barstool guys who were defending Jersey me. Jersey Jerry? Jersey yeah, Jerry. Yeah, I love Jersey Jerry. He's hilarious. So he was on your side. Yeah, there were a lot of guys. Like, like the story, like, it rings true. Like, there's nothing untrue about it. I know, and it, I know Fox News covered it. Jimmy, what was other? Uh, Outkick covered it. Barstool covered it. I know but the headlines made it seem like I was attacking Gronk, and I yeah. think they were defending him. They probably didn't read the article or see the clip. So. That's exactly right. They didn't watch it. Well, let's the show clip. the Julian Edelman tweet. Okay. Um, we'll get that up in a second. Yeah, they, they, didn't, yeah. they didn't read the article and like in the headline it was clickbait it was like i was ripping gronk like no i was illustrating how great the guy was okay look at this this is edelman quote tweeting fox news story is bs everyone wants to paint gronk as a party animal <laughs> he when paints it- himself as a party yeah. animal <laughs> what? that's his whole identity that's a lie his first <laughs> sentence is a lie everyone wants to paint gronk as a party animal he has like a gronk fiesta right don't they have a gronk yeah. party where they get wasted every year so i mean and the second part is true like gronk was an unbelievable teammate like he worked his ass off but like he liked to have a good time like, like, what are you talking about, dude? Wow, Edelman coming in his defense. Uh, okay, and then you see that Rob Gronkowski's ex-teammate says tight end would party till right then. Right he, when he, tight end would party all night, then oh, quote, oh, pass out yeah, on the training I mean, tables. like that makes it seem like right before the game. This was the off season. Yeah, I mean, you know, they're gonna, they're gonna, mainstream media is gonna twist it, but I have to say selfishly, I loved it. Thank you, Jake. I owe you for creating those headlines. Of course. Well, hard, Jake, hard I, I guess my question is, uh, what other Patriot story can you tell to create viral headlines that will tell this story? I mean, we can tell the first call. Tell the Russian story. So, guys, look at this Super Bowl ring. I know Sam. Can you grab the Sam camera real quick? We're gonna have to do an instant. I know this is gonna be kind of hard. This is extreme close up, extreme close up, autofocus. This is an official Patriots Super Bowl ring. These diamonds are not in the middle of the mall, cubic zirconians. These are real diamonds, quality grade, tested, and I did test it. And they did pass. And yeah, so so when I go broke, I can hawk that thing and have some still have some money. Yeah, if you can leave here with it. No, but so tell the story. A yeah. little little known story that Vladimir Putin, Vladimir Zelensky's best friend, has a ring similar to that. So tell us the story. He does. Okay, so after the Patriots' second Super Bowl, um, this is back in the Bush administration. Bush and Robert Kraft were good friends. I think he was a donor. And uh, George W. invited Robert Kraft, the owner of the Patriots, down to Washington 
when Vladimir Putin was coming on a oh, state this visit. This is in D.C. This is in D.C. Okay, okay. I thought it was so, in So Europe. Putin shows up with his entourage, and Robert Kraft had this plan. He was going to go present the ring to Putin and just say, hey, like, Vlad, check out this Super Bowl so, ring. So he walks over there and presents it to him. Vlad just kind of looks at it and then walks away. And so Kraft's thinking, like, okay, well, I guess he's going to show it to some of his Kremlin buddies or whatever. And then he looks over. There's a commotion. He's getting swept away by his entourage, and he leaves with the ring. So the next day, Kraft calls the president and says, hey, Mr. President, like, I got a situation. Vladimir Putin stole my Super Bowl ring. <laughs> and here's the funniest part of the story. So George W. Bush's response is, he tells Robert Kraft, hey, Bob, that's how Vladimir is. My best advice is just let it go. So somewhere today in the Kremlin is Robert Kraft's second Super Bowl ring. And you know what makes it he even... He never got it back. Well, what's even funnier is that it's the Patriots. You know, I mean, I know they call America's the Cowboys... I mean, uh, they call the Cowboys America's team, but really the Patriots represent America, Patriots. Yeah, we are all Patriots. You guys it's are, on the ring. I know, and it's just funny he got the Patriots. It almost kind of makes you think, like, uh, I don't know, it's an inside job. Like, that he was planning on taking that ring the whole Maybe time. Maybe he thought it was a gift. I mean, lost in translation, who knows. Yeah. But, I mean, the fact is, he left with it, and it is still somewhere in Russia. And how does that work? When you guys do the ring ceremony, does the team pay for the ring? Does the NFL pay for the ring? The who NFL pay? pays for it. There was a great ring ceremony over at Robert Kraft's house in, in Brookline. Um, great ceremony. Very, you know, a lot of pageantry and everything and I mean it's really cool like I'd never actually seen a Super Bowl ring until I got one so it's pretty special wow all right well our next guest is Emily ready uh almost okay we're gonna call her so Emily she actually is uh, she does a, a basketball podcast and I uh, hope I'm not telling on her but she's actually uh, been in uh, some relationships with some pro athletes so really? she so she likes athletes she does like athletes yeah and okay. I think she might be single but I'm not trying to set you up with her because really I kind of secretly want to date her I mean not really but okay. I would if she would date me but I'm just putting that out there good vibrational energy see if it comes back but we're gonna have her come on she's based in New York and uh, she's gonna give us her, you know she's Jewish, which we love, and she's going to give us her, you know, input on what's really happening. Is in she Italy. based in New York or based in New York? Oh, I like that. I think she is really she's based. Both. Hey, okay, while, she's... while we're connecting, uh, there's a couple super chats I have to read. Please read the super chats. Hurry, okay. Jimmy. Why didn't you read them yet? Well, because it was a good story. Were they, how much were they, though? Were uh, they good? Both are $20. Okay, that's fair. Uh, Bad Buddhist, Primetime 99. Do you deny that you sent Jimmy to gay conversion therapy because he broke up with you? Uh, that's weird. Ah, that's kind of weird. I don't, like, I don't like that. Oh, and then someone wrote wrote a really nice super chat about Jake, but then deleted it. Wow. How it's can you Scott delete Starboard. It? It I've never seen Wait, that. Wait, we like Starboard. Scott Edelman. Starboard said, he, it said, Jake, I like your podcast, and then it deleted. That was weird. Yeah, yeah shout hey, out your podcast. podcast. Is great. Yeah, the Jake Beckett Show. The Jake Beckett Show. Everybody needs to go download it wherever podcasts are available, and then go to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star review. And then after you do that, go to Primetime with Alex Stein and leave a five-star review as well. Jimmy, is Emily ready? Mm, almost. When did you tell her that we we're going to call her? Uh, I told her the wrong time zone. Because I can tell it's 622, and mm -hmm. usually we already have the guests by 620, so you're two minutes late, and this is your whole job all day. So, you're sitting there, and you mm -hmm. don't even know what the hell. We have an NFL legend here, uh, a guy that's trained by Bill Belichick. How would Bill Belichick fire a player? Because I've been really wanting to fire Jimmy. Yeah. Um, like, how would he do it? Would he just come in and say, you're cut? No, or, he, uh, he would uh, tell you to come to his office. Uh, happened to me twice, actually, so I know what happens. Takes wait, wait, slow down. You've been cut by Bill Belichick twice. Twice, yeah. I've been fired twice. It happens. It happens to it the happens best It happens to us. every player. It happens to the top players. He at just one says, point. hey, Jake, you know, we got to make a change. Uh, I really appreciate your hard work and kind of gives you some words of wisdom, and that's it. He doesn't say, like, you should hang it up. Or does he no, say he's a professional, man. Bill's a great guy. Bill's an awesome guy. 
Because one of my favorite shows is Hard Knocks, but it's tough watching those guys get cut. It is. But, you know, hey, like, usually pretty encouraging and constructive and, hey, you'll have another opportunity. You know, Bill's a military guy, so his dad coached at Navy. Bill grew up around the military. Yeah, so he has respect. He, he, he respects the military guys. All right, now we got to welcome on reporter and TV host. She's not only beautiful, she's smart, and uh, she's my friend, the one, the only, Emily Austin. Emily, how are you doing? Hey, I mean, it could be better, but we're hanging in here. Why? Why? What's going on? What's so bad right now? Is something bad going on or something? There's like a full-fledged war in Israel. Uh, the Texas Rangers just made the American League Championship Series, Emily, so please show some respect, okay? Actually, I have a correction. Miss Universe Judge, you could take that off because Miss Universe and I are not cool right now. No, Jimmy, why did you put that on there, Jimmy? I they, thought she are was they having a fan? like men compete as yeah, women. I, yeah, I, Emily, okay. I thought you loved the trans, uh, the the men taking the crown. Yeah, why is that such a big deal? Well, this is actually totally unrelated to that issue. I just was like, hey guys, why aren't we condemning Hamas for murdering children and raping them? And then they were like, we're gonna pretend we didn't see your message. So, boycotting this universe as of now. Well, isn't Palestine part of the universe, technically? Um, not Hamas. Ah, I'm just trolling you, Emily. I'm no, this is a very serious thing. I'm trying to make it lighthearted because it is such a serious thing. And uh, I know a lot of people are struggling right now, especially with what's going on in Gaza. So, in your opinion, what is the solution? Everybody's saying it's just we need to blow everybody up. But I'm kind of a conflict interventionist now. I don't stand with Hamas. We do need to wipe them out. But how do we do this in a way that saves lives instead of just killing lives, killing people? On a fully serious note, I would always propose a two-state solution. I'd always propose something more peaceful. But at this rate, we don't have much of a choice. And when I say we, of course, I mean Israel. Um, if you're going to come into homes and you're going to murder people, mass murder, and then rape them, and then take hostages and then behead them and, and behead 40 children. Do you really have a choice but to retaliate with violence? Because I don't think words are really going to cut it with these uh, Hamas folks. Looks like you're getting a phone call. Is Dave Portnoy calling you right now? I'm getting a phone call. Is Dave calling you? No, it is not Dave Portnoy. Yes, it is. Remember, he called you last time. Okay, we go back to Hamas. Excuse me, sorry. So yeah, I don't know. I think the the conversation's off the table. Did you okay? Well, what about gays for Palestine? Do you like those guys? I I Alex, I refuse to believe that that's a real thing. I, I'm just confused. Do they not understand? Oh, I guess it is a real thing. <laughs> it they is a real thing. You didn't know that's real. I saw your skit, but I've actually never encountered a gay for Palestine. You know, I thought it was common knowledge that gay people are publicly hung and humiliated in Palestine. Um, so if they want to go to Palestine to reinforce their rights, by all means, in fact, I'll buy you a ticket. We'll probably just never hear from you again. And then I don't know how far your movement will go. Well, I have one of the queens for Palestine right here. Darius, why were you just sleeping over there? Were you just sleeping over there? Because I just tried to get your attention. I had to throw my babushka thing why the hell were you asleep right there? Emily is a beautiful supermodel. Jake Beckett, an NFL player. You don't have the common decency to stay awake. I am staying awake. Okay, well, you're suspended. Now tell her about why you're a queen for Palestine. Hurry. I'm a queen for Palestine. I'm a queen for Palestine. Queen so they do exist. Worldwide. They do exist. And he's black, so that's a two for one. I just have a question, Alex. When you do your, um, don't know what to call it, skit on Twitter. Ultra Jam. 
Autism, Spurg out. I don't know. Where was where where did you perform your? That was at Plano City Council, and I'm actually about to be in New York on Monday. I'm going to speak at a meeting, and I'm going to do the same thing, gays for Palestine. But I'm going to be dead serious. Oh, and then I also want to welcome on. This is Jake Beckett. He played for. Have you ever heard of the New England Patriots or Tom Brady? Yeah, I've heard of them. You I, hear, I hear you party with Tom Brady. Is that That's, true, Emily? Yes. Oh, oh, bus shots where, fired. Where was my invitation? I don't party with Tom Brady. We were at the same. Party. And okay. y'all were drinking and having fun, so you were at you were partying with Tom Brady. Let's not don't lie to me right now, Emily. I'm not going to allow this during Hamas. Just pulled a New York Post on me. I don't like this false narrative. <laughs> I love false narratives. I'm the best at creating false narratives. I created a false narrative that there's a bunch of gays for Palestine. Why can't we create a false narrative that you and Tom Brady are secretly <laughs> dating? Fully accurate. Did you see Tom Brady naked? Because Jake has seen him naked. What? You can say yes or no. Just say no if it's no. But he's a good-looking guy. He's a handsome fella. Like, why is that bad, Emily? I was going to watch this interview one day, and he's like, "What? Like, why are they talking about me? Like, he's the most famous football player in the history of football, so that maybe that's why we're talking I about. I know what Tom is. Oh, Emily, I, tell us. Now we got to get serious for a second. Tell us about your family that is stuck in Israel right now. Why aren't they helping the Americans? I heard the a Mexican embassy is doing more to get Mexican citizens out of Israel, I believe. And Americans, from what I've heard. I don't know, actually, what America's up to. The silence on the action plan is, is quite literally deafening. I know that Israel, uh, the IDF is doing as best as they can to get the hostages out. But we're dealing with, so I would say animals, but that's a compliment. They are barbarians. I don't think a hostage exchange in this situation is going to work. Because I don't think they want money. They're killing people chanting, recording videos, live streaming it on Facebook. Do you really think that they're going to be open to negotiating? I don't think so. Um, I don't think America with our weak president is going to do anything about it. On the other hand, I know Israel is devastated. We've never seen an attack like this. This is unprecedented. And I'm sure they're going to do everything in their hands to get these hundreds of hostages out. Um, you know, you mentioned Mexico is doing something. I can't believe how many countries got dragged into this. I know a German citizen was raped and killed and then recorded. Um, I know 10 Italians are being held hostage, many Americans. This is just, it's a living nightmare is what it is. My family, thank God, is okay. I do have two cousins serving right now in the army. One of them had just pulled a 48-hour shift. She hasn't slept in two days. She's the Israeli army? The Israeli army? Well, my family's... A lot of my families. And, and this is not trying to be insensitive. Why does Israel have such hot women in their army? I always see all these hot babes in the Israeli army. I know that's mandatory, right? That you have to join it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have the hottest military in the world. Did you know that? That's a fact. It's not the military. Israel has the hottest people in the world. So. Ooh, Emily. Wow. You and I might need to go to a trip to Israel and prove <laughs> that she need to find me a wife over Present there. company included. Yeah. Emily's very beautiful. I don't even know why. Jimmy, does Jimmy send you weird messages, Emily? Because if he is, tell me, does he send you weird stuff? No, Jimmy's in the clear for now. Okay, good. Because his gay conversion therapy is starting to wear off. And I'm actually been telling him to message girls to try to get so he to kind of go straight. So he hasn't messaged you. So looks like he's being really gay. Or Sorry, Jimmy. Three under the bus here. It's okay.
I'm is it okay, it. Jimmy? Why are you wearing the military crap again? You and Jake. Thought it's, it's, an ar- it's, it's a it's an army themed episode. He's ready to go to battle. Okay, so now before we let Emily go, now Emily, let's devise a plan. How do we fix this? And I have a plan. And this sounds crazy, but I was talking to my rabbi, John Gross. Show me, show both of us, because I want to get this plan. I want this. This is a serious plan. He said. In the 80s, that there were some rabbis that proposed to just pay every single person in the Gaza Strip like a million bucks and then, you know, just say, get out of here. Is that possible? Could we just pay everybody to leave and buy them a house like in Detroit where the economy's bad? We'll buy them a house next to Elon Omar. No. Yeah, why not? Elon Omar, we could just send them all to Detroit. And then, then we have some people buying gas, buying tires. That helps the local economy. And then they're already do, committing Hamas in Dearborn, Michigan right now. Just let them all go there. Let them all go to you know the Twin Cities. I don't give a damn. And then the Israelis, then they can just have Israel. What, what's wrong with that? I don't think that's going to cut it. And if I'm being totally honest, which I am, it's never been about land. I read the uh, the Hamas... I don't even know what it's called, like the, their their theories sheet, like kind of what they stand for. I, I'm forgetting. Mission the, statement, maybe? Kind of like a mission statement. And they literally will not stop until every single Jew is dead. Don't say that on this stream. Remember, this is a video game. I don't know if you can say those three words in combination. We love all Jewish yeah. people, want them to live forever. I know you're speaking about Hamas, but sometimes the algorithm can't tell. We love all Jewish people and want everybody to live a long time. So just go ahead. Sorry, what were you saying? Um, no, I'm saying I don't think it's about the land. I really think it's a personal issue, and I don't think they're going to stop. Even if we gave them the entire country, you'll just see Hamas will be all over the country. Um, unfortunately, Hamas is their elected government, which is weird to me. That's true. Anyone- Wait, really? Palestine's is Hamas is their actual government? I thought it was like a terrorist group like, like ISIS or Al-Qaeda or something like that. It is, but they voted to have them there. Well, okay, the thing I've heard about that is Hamas was like, vote for us or we'll kill you and your entire family. So, I mean, that's, I feel weird being serious in this outfit, but. You don't look that bad, Jim. What did you say, Emily? You cut out your Skype connection was cutting out. You said allegedly it was democratic. Just like our election is allegedly democratic? Exactly. (laughs) So what do you think Sleepy Joe's going to do to protect the people of Israel? People of Israel, listen, to be fair, you give credit where it's due. He's been standing in solidarity with Israel. He always has. Mm, has he not? No. Rabbi, Rabbi Shmuley came on last night. He said that uh, Biden's always been pretty pro-Israel. Maybe publicly. I, I think actions speak louder than words. Like Biden is talking a lot. Let's see when push comes to shove if he's actually going to be there. Um, I don't think this war is going anywhere, by the way. I don't think this is going to be a short, resolved war. I don't think there will be a compromise anytime soon, just my opinion, not speaking on behalf of the government. And I, I don't know if when push comes to shove, if Biden will be there. I hope so. Like, don't talk. Actions speak louder than words. But unfortunately, I, I can't tell you I have so much faith in Joe Biden to do so. Damn, Emily. Well, this is a scary reality that we're going to have World War Three in Ukraine, World War Four in Israel. And... Uh... Yeah, I guess we're just going to have two world wars going on at the same time, it looks like. Alex, do you want to get her reaction to your song? Oh, yes. Actually, I would love to get your reaction, Emily, to the last little part of my Days for Palestine speech. So let's play that clip. It goes a little bit something like this. Gays for Palestine, but sex on my mind. Let me stick it in. I'll bang you like a friend. 
The fun will never end. The roof is where I sin. Throw me head first. Ten stories high. Since I'm gay, I guess I'll die. Thank you for your passion. Your the booty, I will be smashing. Not talking to you. Palestine loves the gays. That's where they help with all the, the AIDS. AIDS. Stereotypes are tricky. Palestinians love the dicky. Yeah. I'll say it one more time. All the gays love Palestine. All the gays love Palestine. All the gays love Palestine. Stick it in my behind. Thank you guys. Okay. Instant reaction. Was everyone in the room peeing in their pants? No, they actually were very mad at me. Very low vibrational energy. And one woman told me to grow up and she was like 85 and I'm like yelling at her about ARP. You have to watch the extended cut. So what do you think about my singing skills? What do you think about the message? What do you think about that overall? I'm insulted you didn't see my comments on Twitter because I, oh, I saw it. I saw it. You said you're a mess or something. What did you say? What was the comment? I saw the comment. This is quite something, Alex. What is that supposed to mean? That's not even a like, good comment. You can't gas me up, girl. It's it's something. It's definitely it. It's something that you posted, and it uh, it spoke to me in a certain manner. What do you um, think about what do you think about all the gay people in Palestine having to run to Israel? Don't you think that that kind of sends a message, or all these liberal leftists that are standing with a country that you're not even allowed to be, you know, gay? <laughs> apparently not. I listen. Whoever is gay for Palestine, contact me, DM me at emily.austin on Instagram. If there are tickets to Palestine, I will, I promise I'll buy you one. Do you want to go? Just DM me. Hey, tickets are really cheap to Israel right now. I was thinking about going this weekend. The flights are like half off there and then they're like quadruple the price coming back though. Yeah, if you make it back. I don't oh know. my gosh, Emily, don't put that in and don't put those vibes out there. Okay, so tell the people how they can support you and how they can help you or help the people that are struggling the most in the Middle East. First of all, we are fighting two wars. There is a more physical war that's actually on the battlefield. What you can do is donate to United Hatsala, FIDF, any you know legitimate organization that's providing them with medical supplies or army supplies. And trust me, they need it. They are burning through it. This war is not going anywhere. Secondly, there's a social media fight, which is people like me, I'm fighting, and I think they're sending bots to our accounts because we're all getting deleted, we're getting reported, we're getting suspended, and I just don't believe there are that many people that defend murder. I'd like to not believe that, um, but in the case that there is, we could definitely use your solidarity online. For those of you who are staying silent, your silence is also sending a message, and I'm watching you. I'm not going to forget that. Ooh, who's silent? Call somebody out. Some people are real silent. Who's a big name that's silent? Big name that's silent. First of all, I want to talk about Kylie Jenner for a minute, not that she gives a damn. You don't post I Stand With Israel and delete it eight minutes later like yeah. a coward. Wow. A coward compliment for you. You are a coward. And you know, she, you, and, and it's funny because... When they, when they post that and they delete it, it kind of makes them look like, like you said, a coward. I mean, they just have no integrity at all. Like somebody, obviously that's how she felt. She posted it and then somebody said, nope, you can't do that. So how pathetic is it? You're a billionaire and you can't even control what you want to post on your own social media. So really, do these super celebs have any freedom? And then last thing before we go, since we have Jake here and he's an NFL player, ex-NFL player, but you know, Super Bowl champion, Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift, What's the deal? She's not at his birthday. Has she dumped him already? He had the high, low ankle sprain. 
the mom went on the Today Show and said it was just okay to meet her. Is there trouble in paradise? Are you asking me or him? Both. Kind of, I'll guess you first, Emily, as the woman, and then we'll get Jake's no, I, I kind of like this whole uh, situation ship, we can call it. I think it was very premature to just assume they were in a relationship. Um, that's kind of rude if, if my alleged future mother-in-law said it was okay to meet me. <laughs> I wouldn't think that like Did you see that, Jake? That was, that yeah, I saw that. That was tough. That was a tough scene. I know, because I feel like if your girlfriend even met your parents, you know, or the parents, like I'm saying, if you're dating Taylor Swift and your mom meets Taylor Swift, she would have to describe it a little yeah, bit better. So than, it was great. She's sweet. Like, she's, yeah, <laughs> it was just okay. Like, that was tough on national TV. On the Today Show. And then, Jimmy, what did she say? She goes, I don't really want to talk about my relationship. Yeah, she's like, I'm going to come on the Today Show, but I don't really want to talk about Taylor Swift, as if there was yeah. any other reason. There's the only reason you're on the Today Show, Miss Kelsey. girls and the guy's mom, I mean, there's always friction there. So you can't have that at the beginning. That is true. There's a little bit of jealousy. So do you think Kelsey's mom was trying to sabotage a relationship from the start? That's a great question. I don't know. I feel like if you love your son, you don't want to do that. But um, who knows? Maybe her. Maybe she's saying it because there was already a fight that we're not aware of. So she's like, ugh, I'm over it. Yeah, because she would have been at his birthday, don't you think? I thought that was kind of weird. He, she's at his games and not at his birthday. Over. Say that again? Is she on tour? I don't know. Is she on tour? She's no, always she, on tour. her tour's over. Her tour's oh, over? So yeah. Do you think that they've done the hibbity-dibbity, or do you think they're uh, virgins like Jimmy? Yeah. They're virgins like Jimmy, whose wife is pregnant. <laughs> well, I know. Artificial insemination. It was one time. And he shot it from the three-point line, so it oh, was... Oh, can I ask Emily my question? Uh, no. All right, um, so, Emily, thank you for being such a great... G what is the question? Tell me secretly first the question, Jimmy, and I'll see if I approve. Okay, I'll uh, go in your mic. Um, I wanted to ask her if she's still dating um, that... Oh, no, RFK Jr. No, do not... Oh, you want to ask... Why would you ask her her, her relationship status? Well, I, I forgot to... Never mind. Can, we, can you get RFK Jr. on the show? No, we don't want RFK you, Jr. I want on RFK Jr. No, we're all, no because now... Emily. Well, Emily, show me and Emily. Don't show well, can, me anymore. No, can you show the picture of RFK Jr.? Emily is BFFs with RFK Jr., and I would like... To continue this friendship on the no, show. No, we're not going to use her for RFK. We're going to get RFK on his own. Hey, RFK lifts. I respect that. Yeah, he does lift a lot. Emily, yeah. we don't want RFK. I just want you. I'm not like Jimmy. I'm not a clout chaser. But if you do want to talk about any of the famous men you've dated, you have the platform for 12 more seconds. I'm good. Thank you. But I will try to. Okay. Bobby, if you're watching this, come on Alex Stein's show. Um, it's, it's Bobby, please. We'd love to have you. But I just want Emily to know I love you independently. I like you independently. I don't need you for RFK. I'm not a clout chaser like Jimmy. Also, Trevor Bauer's accuser. Have you ever threatened to, you know, maybe make a guy a victim? And have you ever uh, basically honeypotted a man for $51 million? <laughs> Definitely not. But I kind of make jokes I probably shouldn't with my brother where I'm always like, hey, isn't it funny that if I ever hate a guy, I could just me to him? My brother's like, um... There it is. I know, but listen, I was on Lindsay Hill's side a little bit because there's three text messages where she made jokes, but all girls that date multi-millionaire guys, I'm not a multi-millionaire, but I got a little bit of money. I'm sure girls make a joke like, oh, I'm dating, I'm going to get this. Like, imagine if you're an actual celebrity with actual millions of dollars. I don't think making that joke is that big of a deal, I guess is my point. Listen, comedy is illegal, Alex. You already know the, you know the deal. Comedy is illegal. Now. Throw me in jail. Lock me up. Throw away the key. All right, you rule, Emily. I love you. You're the best guest ever. We don't care about RFK. Even though if he wants to come on, we'd love to have him. But you are enough yourself. So thank you again, Emily. Bye. Have a good night.
Gimme, what were you gonna do? You're gonna bring up her her ex boyfriend? I, I was trying to say something like I pretended to talk in your ear, but then I realized the joke was really stupid about halfway through, so I stopped myself and just went for RFK. Okay, all right. Has that stopped you in the past, Jimmy? Yeah, Jimmy, what your stupidity has never stopped you. Okay, we only have a few minutes left in the show, so now let's go through the clips I want to play with Jake. I want to get his opinion. So starting off, Jake, you might not know this, but there's a guy in the NFL, his name's Marshawn Lynch. I've heard of him. They call him Beast Mode. Beast Mode. I didn't even realize he was that famous. He's in a movie called Bottoms. Did you know this? Never heard that. Okay, the movie Bottoms is the American Pie version. something Jimmy's into. Yes, it is something Jimmy's into, and it's the American Pie version of girls losing their virginity to other girls. It's an LGBTQ story based in high school, and he, this is true, and Marshawn's the star PE teacher. Wow. You didn't know this? I had no idea. Yeah, no, this is true. We should have had that clip ready, but... Um, this clip's going viral, and, and a lot of people in the black community are like, oh, well, why are you so LGBTQ? And then Marshawn said, man, I ain't really LGBTQ, but I got a gay sister, so I stand with him, blah, 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 blah. So Marshawn Lynch is a gangster. He's one of the toughest players. You played against him in a Super Bowl, is that correct? Yeah, and then my rookie year in Seattle, he's, he's crazy. And that was, so that was Malcolm Butler Super Bowl? Yeah. 2014. No, that so you guys barely won that barely Super won. Bowl. Were you sweating bullets on the sideline? If they would have given the ball to Lynch, I would not have had that Super Bowl ring. Thank God they threw you that screen pass. think he would have scored? Of course he would have scored. No! Show this to Marshawn, Marshawn! Your ass would have been in this freaking end zone! You got that from a defensive end! He knows! Your ass would have been in the end zone, so Pete Carroll really is to blame for that. 100%. And he, uh, Pete owned it. Like, give him credit. Like, he said it was a bad call. He, he stepped out in front of it, but yeah. Like, they, you gotta hand the ball to the best running back in the league. He's of, right there. Of course, and you're a defensive specialist, I know that, but if you're calling that last play in the Super Bowl, are you... Wouldn't you run it? You gotta run the ball. That's what I'm saying. So we barely got him down on first and goal. Dante Hightower makes the play of the year to tackle and him. Hightower is a beast. He was God, a beast, and a beast. so he barely got Lynch down on the one yard line. We're thinking second and goal, third and goal, he'll get in. They run that stupid pick play, and, and we Butler it. saw it too. I mean, when they when they show their replay of it, Butler saw it the whole we way. We knew the play was coming, so that was the genius of Bill Belichick. We prepped that play in Super Bowl practice in Phoenix. We were ready for that play, and it was like a skinny post by the wide receiver, kind of or yeah, whatever. Like I, they set a pick. They were trying to pick Malcolm. He slid under it, made the interception. Oh my gosh! Well, so Marshawn, you lost to our in-studio guest. Now let's play a clip of Marshawn taking another L, or maybe I took the L because I did take a picture of him without his consent, but he did assault me on camera. So let's get your opinion. Roll the tape. Marshawn, I'm with this legend. Marshawn, say what's up? That's the first time he hits me. That was actually hard. It doesn't look that hard, but yeah, no, he's, his hands are like boxing He's up. a freak, dude. So I'm freaked out. So this is at New York, New York, and he's walking. Yeah. And so I'm scared, and I have my phone like this. I'm, I'm filming this part of it. So so I'm yeah. gonna give you the backstory because because once I stop filming, the story gets way what more intense. Doing, so I can feel his energy. So I'm like kind of speed walking. Yeah. He, he's still chasing you right now. He's chasing me. You notice how I'm trying to. Now he's playing. Now he's going extra crazy. He's trying to act like he's my friend. You just run into him? I just ran into him. And I said, Marshawn, Marshawn. When I first saw him, he ignored me. So then that's when I whipped out my phone selfie mode. I should have known. So this is where he hits me again. Ready? See, now he's smiling. This is when I knew he was crazy. Yeah, yeah. He's like smiling. So he hits me that time. So his phone falls down. So right there, I stopped filming. So Jake, he grabs. Now this is me. And I was with a great girl, Helen. I love Helen. But she was so scared because he was not by himself. He was with three black dudes and his, his baby mama. That's so, the bottoms video. That's the bottoms. That's yeah, it. That's, that, yeah. Ugh. So my point we'll is. We'll not be seeing it. So listen, so once once he hits me, his phone falls down. I At that point, I'm like, Marshawn, because I had texted. I'm like, I'll delete it. I'll delete it. Like, just calm down. Yeah. 
And he's like, all right, delete it, delete it. Because I'd already texted it, right? And then once I clicked the delete, he's like, that could be in the delete folder. Thank you. You could have texted that. Give me your phone. So then my, I have this little ring on my finger. So he like grabs it again. I kind of like tuck it like a football, yeah. literally. And I put it in my pocket and I'm running. And Marshawn's like coming after me fast. And I run behind a roulette table because I don't know where to go. Because yeah. I want security. I don't see any security there. The pit boss is like, sir, you got to get out of here. And even Marshawn, he's crazy, but he sees the ropes. He's like, oh, crap. I shouldn't get behind the pit because there's, you know, eight. Eight roulette tables or you know blackjack tables and yeah. I'm where you're not supposed to be behind the dealers and all the dealers like stop 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 I'm freaking out I'm like Marshawn's trying to kill me yelling at the pit boss and then when I sell when I say Marshawn everybody at the roulette tables and the blackjack table they're like oh my god that's Marshawn that's so they're all happy I'm scared to death Marshawn wants to kill me long story short security finally comes they walk me out I get into a taxi. We have it drive us to the hotel over. We're staying at the wind. We go to the Encore. And then when we get out of the Encore, it just happens to be a Rolls Royce pulls in behind us. And I think like, oh, that's Marshawn. Yeah. That's Marshawn. And it was just like an Asian dude, like a Chinese guy in there. So that was my story with Marshawn. I'm telling you, I had this instant in him where I'm crazy. I'm insane, right? Yeah. You know, but, you, but you saw the look in his eye. I saw the look you in his eye. You saw the look. I felt... I had to tackle those guys. Dude, I don't dude, know that's how... it, like that. That is the NFL. Like, those guys are absolute killers, man. And then... I said it as, as a compliment. Like, those guys are unbelievable. Yeah, I know. They're all beasts. I mean, they really know how to play. And then, did, and then we, didn't, we didn't key this one up, but you can kind of just listen to this, this clip. Uh, have you heard the clip where he drinks before every game? Yeah, the, the shots of Henny or this whatever. This is my favorite thing ever. So, you guys can just... Uh, was that I needed to have maybe a shot, a shot. Oh, crap, crap, Jimmy. Half before every game. Of Hennessy. What you mean? Uh, uh, I was thinking. He's talking to Manny. Yeah, he's talking to Peyton. Tore it all. I don't know what I was thinking. Hell no. And there's a bar right there in the locker room in Seattle. Schneider and oh, Pete Carroll. Backpack. And his backpack. In his Louis V backpack. So did you ever play with anybody that you thought may have... Uh... Not that I knew of, but, like, that goes to show you, like, here I am, like, I'm trying to make it. I'm trying to make the roster, doing everything right. Dieting, Get, exercise. Eight hours of sleep, working out twice a day. And this guy shows up eating Skittles and drinking Henny, and he's the best running back in the league. That's how good these guys are. I know. What what makes the difference? you think it's natural? I mean, obviously you have to work it's, hard it's, to get the NFL. It's God's gifts, man. Those guys, like, they're they're natural freaks, like... I had this rant about like weightlifting and training. Like a lot of these trainers to the athletes, they have them doing like single leg Bosu ball stuff in the gym, like it's fancy stuff. No, like these guys are just made to be athletes. Yeah. It's all natural. And they can just take it ticking and keep on lifting. Some guys work hard, like Gronk, like like partied hard, played hard, trained hard. But like some guys, they just they can roll out of bed and go do it. Man, that is an incredible skill. Okay, so now speaking of contact sports. Dan Crenshaw, a.k.a. Ipatch McCain, just kicked a reporter for trying to ask him some tough questions. So I want to get your instant reaction on this clip. That's Crenshaw. Look, he just kicks this reporter. So these guys he's got anger issues, man. Like, he's punching walls in his office. Like. Why kick him? How immature is that? And you know, as a vet, like, he should have some sort of restraint. It's almost like a cop, right? You know, yeah, a cop no, has he's got emotional issues. It's pretty clear. Like, I think he drinks a lot. I think he does drink a lot. And, I mean... I'm not saying, I'm not even saying that's an excuse for you to kick reporters, but I don't no. understand the guy's, and he, he's a multi-multi-millionaire from his stock portfolio. He's had the best year of trading of any other congressman. And the worst part is, like, he knows the cost of war personally. Obviously, he was wounded in combat, but he's one of the biggest war hawks in Congress. He wants to send American troops, boosting the ground everywhere around the world. He's just like, he's Patch McCain. Like, his mm -hmm. first instinct is American interventionalism, which is wrong, in my opinion.
Do you think that we could ever fix a military industrial complex? Like, is it, is it just too big to... No, you know, no. It's an $800 billion a year budget. We spend billions every single year to places like Ukraine, Israel, foreign well, aid. It's funny you said $800 billion. I, I think now it's like $1 trillion. Yeah, it's over a trillion now. I'm just thinking a trillion dollars. And I want to help our vets, but this is what I don't understand is we got a trillion dollars to spend on all the weapons, but as soon as a vet comes back, we can't afford to give him a house. We can't afford to basically take him, yeah. you know, basic needs. Like, if, if universal basic income, I know we're against it because that's socialism but if anybody deserves it it's a vet right 22 vets per day commit suicide we have guys who are homeless and we have people taking care of illegal immigrants coming over our border instead of america's war heroes they're kicking out people vets out of hotels so you can put illegal venezuelans in there but that's the the globalist american empire or gay wow jimmy mark that down globalist america empire gay that's pretty trendy global america globalist american empire or gay globalist American Empire. Don't worry, it works out. So what is not gay is this next clip. Now, Jake, I'm fighting against a guy named Mike Harrington. He's a producer for Luis Gomez, who has a, a podcast network called Gas Digital. Now, I'm not an expert fighter. I did play high school football, played one year of college football, got my ass kicked. But, I, you know, I've, you know, I've been in some fights. I've been in some street fights. I've been punched in the head. I've, yeah. you know, I've been hit. But I'm my late 30s signing up for an influencer boxing match it's not the smartest thing so i want to get your honest opinion this is from me sparring today remember we're just going like 75 percent this is yeah. no no headshots this is more just to get reps in and, and for cardio so let's play the clip so this is me i'm this is jose he's, he's about the size of my opponent okay and that's me we're just throwing some body shots in there hey jimmy can i get the number of a uh, life insurance policy ah! I want to take out a policy on Alex so I can collect. Oh, you're going to no, A lot of people have med. said that. Get in line. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. No one's going to underwrite that. <laughs> no. Actually, I think you can get it underwritten, but yeah, that, that's that's me fighting against Jose. In, yeah, in I mean, I, I hope your opponent is like Jose. I hope just, so. Just eating jabs. Look at that. Just eating jabs. He's just, get your gloves up, Alex. Get your gloves up. I know, dude. I'm tired. You're dropping your hands. you got to keep your hands up. Everybody thinks it's so easy to keep your hands no, up. No, it's hard. So tell us, what's the worst fight you ever got in with a teammate? Because I know oh, in Oh, yeah. In training, it happens yeah. all the time in practice. Yeah. Like, luckily, you get your helmet on, so you're not really taking big direct hits. But, like, some guys will take their helmet off, start swinging it. It's, it's wild out there. And that always happens, what, like, during the, you know, preseason? During training camp. Yeah, so exactly. it's like August, two-a-days. Everyone's hot. They're pissed off. They're tired. How does a big fat guy, 350 pounds, have the cardio, even if you're playing offensive tackle? How do those guys play? So a whole here's game? the secret. So the players know that if they fight, they get kicked out of practice. Yeah. So if you want to get out of practice, the best thing to do is start fighting. Oh my so god. That, so that's the cheat code. If you want to stop practicing, just start hitting people. And then you can be like, I was trying my hardest, yeah, coach. coach I, was... I got so pissed off. Like, see how angry I am? Like, no, I, I just, I was tired. Oh damn. We've all done it. I've done it. We've all done it. Okay, now we got to ask you a hard hitting question. This is, and you're probably going to answer it in a joking because I know you're a funny guy, but have you seen all the stuff about how the NFL scripted? And then I forget which yeah. Super Bowl player said it's scripted. And I'm not saying that it's scripted. I think it would be too hard to script. But I do think with judgment calls like pass interferences and stuff that the refs can have a huge uh, you know, control of the game. So what do you think about that rumor that the NFL scripted? So it's not scripted, but it is a quarterback-driven league. It's an offense-driven league. We saw the clip of the referee in the Kansas City game. Yeah. He had the flag like in the chamber ready to go. I think they protect the offensive players. They want to see points, and they want to see their stars do well. So, like, when like Aaron Rodgers got hurt, they're going to change the turf rules, I guarantee you, on the field. When Brady got hurt, when he blew his knee out, they changed the rule about hitting quarterbacks low. They protect the star players. I don't think it's scripted. 
but they protect the story. I'm so mad, Jimmy, and I should have put this video in, but there's a weird thing, and the Patriots had to do with it. After 9-11, the Patriots won the Super Bowl. It's kind of weird. And then the this, tuck rule. Yeah, and the tuck rule, that was a big thing. That yeah. worked in Brady's favor. Yeah. Uh, but also what's kind of weird is in this past year, this past year, the Los Angeles Rams won the Super Bowl, and then they're the same color of Ukraine. And then on top of that, the Golden State Warriors won too. That was uh, two and three whenever, years ago. Whenever it was. When did, the, when did they win? Uh, Rams won two years ago. Yes. Yeah, Warriors won three. Isn't that when the Ukraine conflict started two years ago? Mm, a year ago. You right before it. Whatever. There's a conspiracy that, like, you know, that's kind of, that got more serious. Oh, I guess it was gold. January 2022. No, that was yeah. No, you're right. You're right, Alex. Yeah, no, I'm that, they, they, you're just right. saying there was like this whole video. It's like, it was weird because everybody's like wearing blue and gold because of the Rams or the <laughs> Golden State Warriors. And that was like the conspiracy of this video. It's like the NFL wants this team to win because it, it, you know, subconsciously shows support to the Ukraine. I'll tell you this right now. If you don't think that in the year 2001 or the 20, 2001 season, when the Patriots were playing the Raiders, owned by Al Davis, who sued the NFL, the league hated him. Yeah. If you don't think that had something to do with it. Wow. And then the Cowboys cannot make it to an NFC Championship game in 26 years. Not just a Super Bowl. I'm a diehard Cowboys fan, Jake. And they, they just and I say that as an yeah, adult. You're a brave man. I know, because they stink. But when I was a kid, they were so yeah, bad. Same. I was a Cowboys fan. Yeah, you're from Arkansas. I'm, you have to love Jerry Jones. from Texas. Yeah. Absolutely. So Jerry's an Arkansas guy. He of played on the championship team. But did Jerry, did you interact with him in college yeah, much? Yeah, he's, he's awesome. So he's a big boost of the program. Great Razorback. He loves the Hogs. Dude, what? I can't, still can't believe Darren McFadden, Peyton Hillis. Felix Jones on the same team. On the same team. How did they recruit those three players like that? People love to come to Arkansas. It's a great place. Dude, Peyton. We're terrible now. After after I left, the whole thing fell apart. We haven't been good since I left. Alex, sorry to to cut you off, but remember our plan with Darius? Oh, yeah. Okay. Darius. Now, Darius, come here real quick. You're going to interview Jake for a second, okay? So switch seats with me. Now sit here, Darius. And while while he's getting up, I want people to know, Jake, you know, on top of – NFL Army veteran. He did run for Senate in Arkansas too, so he he's dabbled in the political realm. So he's he's done a lot of things. No, that, that's going your ear. That's the mic. <laughs> Why are you putting the mic in your ear, you idiot? Oh my gosh! Just hold it, Darius. Say something, Darius. What you got? No, I'm not going to Oklahoma with you tonight. Please go. Which 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 vitamin is your favorite? Talking. Hold hold the mic. Yeah. yeah. Which vitamin is your favorite? Don't which vitamin? So close. Just just. Right, yeah. Which vitamin and energy drink? Don't hold it. I'll hold it. I'm a big pre-workout guy, Darius. Love pre-workout. Get you some C4. Get the tingle feeling before you pump iron. I love that. Who doesn't love that? Darius, tell about, me about... How about ginseng? Ginseng. I'm a big ginseng guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. Stop talking about ginseng. Start talking about the glory hole. Tell them about the time you were at the glory hole yeah, and you ha- saw what that happened NFL there? player. Ooh. Did you see Hernandez there? Did you see uh, Aaron Hernandez? Maybe. maybe. Did you hear what Aaron Hernandez did in prison? He supposedly did some gay stuff in prison. You can't deny that or confirm it? Correct. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Darius, this is your chance. The show's almost over. You have your chance. You've been wanting to interview so bad. Hey, hey, uh, actually, I have an idea that'll help Darius. uh, Jake, have you ever had an ex-girlfriend pass away? And if so, what were your thoughts yeah. about it? Because Darius <laughs> dated has somebody an that's died take. before. What, like a Manti Teo situation? Oh, well, no, that's not real. Like, have you ever dated a girl and then she passed away of natural causes mm-hmm. that you weren't involved with? Not that I know of. Darius, tell me about. Um, well, well, it's not. It's not really much to tell. It's just um, she went away. Y- yeah, and I wasn't devastated only because we weren't. Still close after we broke up, but you know. What happened to her? She was affected. She had a stroke and a seizure. 
Allegedly. She, no, she did, but why? Because she was drinking a what? Yeah. A bunch of Pepsis, right? Well, well, Cokes. Six pack of Coke every day. Can you die from drinking a six pack of Coke every day? She dude? had a diet Pfizer. Yeah, did she? Oh, do not talk about that. Oh, we, we love Pfizer. It's very safe and effective. Okay, Darius, you stink. <laughs> why are you so bad? Put on the Super Bowl ring. Look at Darius. That's not the a Super good idea. Look at Darius. Darius, do you there know you what go. the Super Bowl is? Do you know what the Patriots Feel is? Feel the power. Mm -hmm. Have you ever worn a ring like that? I haven't. You think that I they would it. like that at the glory hole if you wore that ring? Do you think they would suck it a little harder or longer? I, I do. I do. You know what it says on there? It says, no. do your job. So take that for what it is. And Whatever your worst, job he's is. He's the worst employee I've ever had. Tell him about the time I fired you. That doesn't sound at least bit familiar. Yeah, remember I stabbed you? Remember I stabbed you a bunch? And then show up. Remember you show up late all the time? Well, just... One time, and then remember you forgot to put your earpiece you know. in, and you tried to put the microphone in your ear. So what you're saying is, bring your playbook. And then watch this. Hold this, and this is a little game Darius and I play. Show Darius his head. You like that, Darius? Love it. All right, get out of here. All right, guys, this has been our show, Jay. Uh, caption contest winner. Who won the caption contest? The caption contest winner is Don Lamont. Gets a back massage and a new idea. Damn, Darius, this chair is so warm. Did you pass gas on this or something? Why is it so hot? Oh, my gosh. All right, Jake, tell the people about your podcast, where they can find you and support you. Jake Beckett Show. I'm on all social media, at Jake Beckett 91 Follow me. Leave me a five-star review. Podcast is blowing up. Thanks for, the, thanks for the plug. Oh, and then how did you pick 91? Was that, uh, was that hard? Did you have to pay anybody for that number? Because I feel like a 90s number, as a defensive end, that's everybody wants to be 91. That's a good number. You know, my favorite player in college was Chris Long, who played yeah. at Virginia. So that's I wanted awesome. to be like Chris Long. And then the, the one has a slimming effect. Yeah, the one looks yeah, so, good. So it looks good. Dude, that's what I'm saying. 91. You look good. You look like yeah, that. You edge. gotta slim down. No, and 99's the best defensive lineman number. Did you ever try to have 99? No, no. I was all 91. Well, any doubles number is good. 11, 44, even yeah. 55, 77. Like an offensive tackle, 77. Yeah. Okay. You know he's good. That's the last thing. What's the offensive tackle you face? You're like, man, this sucks. I hate this guy. He's so freaking good. Sebastian Vollmer. He was our tackle with the Patriots. Also Trent Brown with the 49ers. Oh, Trent Brown is he one was of the. He was a beast. He would just he swallow you up. I Those mean, guys are incredible. But why? Is he can just get you, you just can't move I him? Mean, when you're 350, 6'8", and can move like a cat, yeah, you're pretty good. You just can't. Yeah, you uh, can't get to him. It's a brick wall. Well, guys, it's an honor. Thank you, Jake, for helping us go viral. Now, we end the show the same way every time with a freestyle finale. So, DJ, hit that beat. Darius, come out here. White Darius, come here. This is sad. I don't know why you're so damn mad. Why don't you ask a guest any questions? He's an NFL pro. You are like a bitch-ass hoe. Don't you know you got to go? This is a motherfucking live-ass show. I am a motherfucking live-ass pro. Do you know? Do you know? All right, guys, Darius is fired again, so you guys, you're not, you're not going to be here tomorrow, right? So tell me, do not, he still has a Super Bowl ring. Why did you give out the Super Bowl he's like ring? Putin, he's like Putin, he's yeah. like Putin. He's like Putin, he's trying to steal the Super Bowl ring. You're fired, Darius. All the Darius heads, he's gone. All you chat rods, you did this. You did this. I hope you're happy. I love you all. Good night.